0: Hello, everybody. Uh, I thought I'd uh, bring in some uh, music from um, Forrest Gump. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Anyway, that's a throwback for you. Today we are picking up with the Cold War in the late 40s. And um, particularly, we're going to start with Berlin. So, um, if you can recall, Germany has been divided. Um, It was divided into four segments. Now it's in two. But today we're focusing on Berlin. And please keep in mind that Berlin is located in the communist sector of Germany, all right? So that image that you're looking at, um, you can see Berlin is completely surrounded by communist Germany. So the black part of that little dot thing you're looking at, that's West Berlin. So keep that in mind, please. So basically we're in 1948 um, and the Soviets were salty. Stalin was pissed that we, you know, combined in our whole side, those three segments into one. And so the Soviets attempted to remove the allies from Berlin by basically cutting off all access to the city. I'm talking every single road was blocked by Soviet troops. So that entire black perimeter of West Berlin was completely surrounded I'm not talking about the wall yet. The wall is coming, but this is a complete Soviet surrounding of West Berlin. Nothing could go in. Nothing could go out. Extreme high tension. This is kind of that brink of, oh my gosh, are we going to, is this World War Three? Like are, you're literally trying to kill millions of people. Um... So again, um, no, it's not. As, as you know, we have not had a World War III, thankfully. Um, and how the United States responded to this was that uh, we organized a massive airlift, almost 300,000 flights into the city carrying food, medicine, toilet paper, basically everything anyone could possibly need, y'all. This went on for. 11 months. If you can even imagine, you know, right now I'm sure everyone's a little frustrated with, you know, not be able to get what we need at the exact moment or, you know, not be able to go to stores, but imagine 11 months of like having to wait for an airplane to bring you your toilet paper. Um, so, um, uh, if you look at the bottom, that cartoon, I think, is pretty, pretty greatness. Uh, but basically, what this results in is um, Stalin eventually calls it off. Uh, this will lead to the building of the Berlin Wall in that, uh, 1963. But what this bigger picture, what this leads to is the creation of NATO, uh, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And um, the, uh, it was in 1949. The headquarters were in Brussels, Brussels, or are in Brussels, Belgium. And as, um, it is a collective security organization that basically consists of democracies in Europe, um, United States, Canada, and, and the whole point of NATO is to prevent Soviet expansionism. NATO still exists today. Obviously, when the Cold War ended, NATO had to reevaluate its purpose, but NATO does exist today. Um, In good form, Stalin created the Warsaw Pact in 1955, which was basically similar to NATO, but provided the collective security for his Eastern Bloc countries. So... What else happened in 1949 globally, kind of a big deal, is Mao won. Uh, Mao won the Chinese revolution. Uh, The capital is established at Beijing. This is the creation of the People's Republic of China. And um, uh, Chiang Kai-shek or Zhang Zhexi um, and his nationalist followers uh, move uh, exiled to Taiwan. And, um, our good friend Isaac is currently in Taiwan and there's a definite divide between China and Taiwan and it dates back to this time. So very, very cool stuff. Um, China basically goes into a new era. Very, very important. Um, it's going to, from the American perspective, this was a huge blow to the policy of containment go back to your day, a couple days ago, policy of containment, stop the spread of communism. Hello. One of the biggest countries in the world just fell to communism. So this is not good for us. Um, also the Soviets have successfully tested the atomic bomb. Um, if you look to the next slide, just real quick, you'll see, um, I provide a little humor for you if you enjoy, uh, or you don't, I'm sorry. But, um, in, the, in 1952, the United States, we tested the first hydrogen bomb successfully, and the Soviets tested the first hydrogen bomb in 1953. And um, where we were testing is uh, an island string called Bikini Atoll. And if you look on your map, I gave you a little image where it was. And um, your fun story for the day is uh, the first modern-day bikini was um, called Bikini, and its origin came from when it was on the... Um, runway, some, someone, I don't remember who, but somebody had made a comment of, oh my goodness, when, when this gets mainstream, people are going to be so shocked. They're going to be as shocked as they were or are when they find out about what the Americans are doing in bikini at all. So that's your fun fact for the day. Female swimsuit to, um, testing hydrogen bombs. That's, that's, (laughs) that's your fun fact for the day. Um, but basically, what this then leads to is is a, is a term called massive retaliation, and this is under Secretary of State John Foster Dulles. And basically, we will protect our allies uh, no matter what, and we will we promise to basically destroy anyone with nukes if if we needed to. Now, JFK will <laughs> take back. That after the Cuban Missile Crisis. And if you're not familiar with the Cuban Missile Crisis, get excited because we will talk about the Cuban Missile Crisis. So now I want to bounce to Iran. If you remember Iran during World War II, um, the Brits removed the Shah, the older Shah, put his younger son in because of his connection to Hitler. So, um, if you also remember the Yalta conference, um, basically said that Iran was going to remain to be independent, sovereign, autonomous. So at the end of the uh, second world war, the Soviets attempted to, um, go into, um, Iran and, and the whole reason being is that, uh, the, the presence of oil. And, um, if you go back to your other set of notes, I told you Truman does not trust Stalin, like at all. I mean it's such a different relationship from FDR. And um so basically Truman uh contacts the UN. Um he didn't like that Stalin was was putting troops into Iran. And um this was another kind of well <laughs> who's gonna back down first? Stalin backed down. Uh Stalin removed his troops. Um, but this is going to con- greatly contribute to Cold War tension. So what so I'm hoping to pave here is in the late 40s is, I mean, we have this like domino effect of, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. No war, but oh my gosh. Um, now, what I'm going to leave you with, and I know I did assign a video for you, which I hope you enjoy, it's very, very powerful, is that um, in Iran, this is very important to link us to 1979 Iran, but the prime minister of Iran underneath the Shah was named as Mossadegh and he was a nationalist and, and basically what he wanted to do is he wanted to nationalize Iranian oil. So basically, it shouldn't be Westerners that are getting all the benefits of our oil, it should be um, for Iran. Um, now, as you can imagine, America and, the, and England did not appreciate this. And so in 1953, we have, um, a mission called operation Ajax and it's between the MI six, which is the English version of the American CIA. Um, and it's a coup that overthrew Mossadegh and gave a hundred percent of the power to the Shah. Um, just so you know, today, uh, there are declassified, uh, Documents uh, about this. Um, the CIA has declassified them. The MI6 has never admitted that they were a part of this. That's your another fun fact for the day. Uh, the importance of this mission is it greatly flamed anti Western sentiment. I mean, immensely. Um, he is remembered, Mossadegh is remembered as this anti colonial figure, committed to democratic values, Iranian nationalism really important stuff. Um, in 1957, the United States and Israel, uh, created the Savak, which was, which was the Iranian secret service, uh, secret police, I uh, mind you. And they do some pretty atrocious things to the Iranians. All of this, uh, we'll take a break with Iran, but all of this will come back in a, with a force in 1979. So with that, I leave you with a little bit more Elvis Presley. I hope you're doing well. Make your choices. Talk to you soon. Thank you.